That's how you do it. Those are the right ones. If you're going to have 22 of them, those are the right way to uh, go about it. I didn't say I didn't eat too much. I said I didn't eat too many hot dogs. Lee, my hot dog for the weekend, my hot dog intake was three. But on the 4th of July, just just the one app before the uh, chicken thighs and everything else got going. A lot of people um, on Twitter really, really believe that you lost a step. Like they – they talked about this a week and a half ago when you went and uh, brought home half of your burger and the fries. You didn't even touch the fries, you said. So I think a lot of people, they might be watching right in front of them one of the legends uh, lose a step or two. So funny you should say that. Yeah. We, I, I mentioned you that I played golf on Sunday morning, right? I went yep. out with my, my buddies, uh, Brian, Greg, and Jeff, and we played – Played golf, and we're done, and we say, hey, you know, let's go into the bar, and let's get a drink and have lunch. So we go in there, and we're sitting there, and uh, we're having a nice time and having a drink, and the food comes out, and I ordered myself a, a Reuben sandwich, which is also, you know, one of the best sandwiches. It's on the short list of best sandwich, and they make a good Reuben at this place. We're chit-chatting, and we're talking, and I ate half of my sandwich and not very many of my fries, less than half of my fries. And my buddy Greg says to Brian, he says, you seeing this over here? You seeing what's going on over here? He's not eating again. He's not. And I had you to were ask. That, by the way, you were that guy. You were that guy for years. Where I was, you would mock somebody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, you gonna finish that? Hey, Slee. You Yeah, Trav. I have taken two bites of. Yeah, but, but I mean, you know, hey, let's, let's you, go a little bit over let me, here. Let me tell you a quick story. I had a buddy in college where we'd go and we order the same burrito, right? And while. I'm eating my – just because he ate his burrito so much faster than I ate mine. <laughs> I like that guy. This dude would be like, hey, can I get a bite of – no, you can't get a bite of my burrito. We're, we're eating the same burrito. Slow down. Can yeah, you get a so, bite of my burrito? What are we, uh, a couple? That's, pr- that's probably my long-lost twin brother, your buddy, that would want half of your burrito because you haven't finished it. But I had to say to the guy, I'm like, hey – um, can I have a box? And the guy looked at me like, wait, look at you. You're not a guy that eats a half a sandwich. I've said, like, I'm, I'm standing right here in front of you. Why are you asking for a box? So, yeah, it's, uh, it's not good. I, I think I'm finally back to where it needs to be. I did eat all of my 4th of July food. I got through all of that. So we're, we're on the mend. ESPN well, Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. At Progressive, they're making things even easier. They'll help you bundle your home and car insurance together so you can save on both. Learn more at Progressive.com or 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. Before we move on to the next thing, we got somebody that wants to weigh in on the Sylvester Stallone topic that we were talking about. Let's go to Inglewood and Chris. Chris, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up? Thanks for having me, guys. I got to get you guys for saying that Rocky Four has no plot line because the it has one of the saddest murders, deaths of all time of one of the greatest characters in Apollo Creed. Let's give him a little love. Rocky Four, come on. The plot is great. Hey, listen, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you, Chris. It's, it's Travis that's raining on our parade, man. Look. Oh, it, man, come on, Travis. I, I got I to gotta even – this is my brother's quote. I, I didn't even take it from him. He feels that Rocky Four – single-handedly brought down the whole war with the Soviet Union. That's what brought heat. <laughs> no, it, it clearly did end the Cold War as we know it. That that was the end of that. They, 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 they brought them into the peace treaty. They, they right. tried bringing them into, uh, into it. Chris, thank you for calling in. If, if he can change and I can change, why can't we all change? Everybody can change. See? I had it pretty close. That's but, it. I, I, I'm not going to argue with Chris because Chris brings up a good point about when Apollo was murdered by uh, Drago. Yeah. That was pretty sad. But this was an exhibition. Let's play the first hour. 
let, let, let's go back to the, the, the most recent exhibition we've seen. Uh, Paul Logan fighting against Mayweather. Yeah. And they would kind of tap each other. Logan Paul, is that what you're trying to say? Not Paul Logan? I don't know or care. Um, Emily, Emily, I'm going to tell you something. Before you started here, I think one time I said Paul Logan, and it just, it just, like Travis took it in. I was joking around about it. He took it in as if that's his name. That's now his name to Travis Rogers. So I just moving forward. I wouldn't know him if he walked in my front door right now. So I I don't really care at all. Um, That being said, that's what an exhibition is. You saw Tyson and Roy Jones fight, right? And they yeah, went out yeah. there and kind of tapped each other a little bit. Mm-hmm. That You mean to tell me that you're going to have two guys fight an exhibition fight. James Brown is in attendance. He's living in America. He's loving the whole thing. Yeah. And then within two rounds, we're going to watch somebody get beat to death? I don't think that's how exhibitions yeah, that's what made typically it. go. I'm going to tell you something. That's what made it so tough. You know, that's why to this day I still have a difficult time watching all the way through Rocky Four. So that's why when Chris calls in, goes out of his way, there's a reason why it's one of our all-time classics. <laughs> Put it on the short list. All right. Uh, the Dodgers had their winning streak come to an end yesterday. They'd won nine in a row um, going into Miami yesterday to take on a Marlins team who's not very good. They had Trevor – excuse me, uh, Walker Bueller going on the mound for the Dodgers. You figure, okay, this one's money in the bank, and they lose. <laughs> Go figure – that's baseball for you. So, you know, they're going to be fine. Still a half game back of the Giants' lead. They're going to get over the top, right? They're going to be in first place by the time they're we get They're in good position. Good position right now. Yep. Yeah. I was just going to say, Trav, you know, you, you had hit this. When we were talking about the Dodgers going into that Giants series where, okay, they could be three three and a half if they split this two-game set. They could be five and a half back if they lost both. Or they're only a game and a half behind if they take care of business against the Giants. So now with the Giants, you know, playing more – I guess you could say um, reasonable baseball, right? Yeah, they're about not, where they're, you would think they would be, yeah. And, and the Dodgers, just over time, you expect them to start taking over. But that obviously has not been the story around the Dodgers these this last week or so. No, it hasn't. And the story around them the last week or so has been the Trevor Bauer situation. And he, look, there, there's two different things. I want to I talk about the, the, the first thing first. The, the, the first thing is the baseball part of this. The second part is the, the criminal investigation part of all of this. Let's talk about the baseball piece first because I think it's a better way to do it. Um, he did not pitch on Sunday. He was supposed to. That was his turn in the rotation. They had to do a bullpen day. The Dodgers are already doing a bullpen day every fifth day, more or less, because Tony Gonsolin really has not provided the depth and the length that they need in that situation. He's scheduled to pitch today. Tomorrow's okay, so, a bull, bullpen game for uh, – I think that's what uh, Dave Roberts said and then Arias on Thursday. So now you're talking about – this is a team that at the beginning of the season we were talking about they have too many starting pitchers, right? Yep. They, 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 you've got – Who's going to get left off the list? Who, who's going to get left off? Is it going to be mm-hmm. David Price? Is it going to yep. be Tony Gonsolin? Is it going to be Jimmy Nelson? That You have three major league starting pitchers, then there's no place to put him. Well, now you've, you've flipped it completely upside down. Now you have Clayton Kershaw, who's pitching pretty well. You've got Walker Bueller, who's pitching lights out. And yep. you've got Urias, who's been a little inconsistent this year, right? He hasn't been bad, but he hasn't been the guy that we thought. After that, you've got a bullpen day because Dustin May is down. Yep. You've got Trevor Bauer's spot in the rotation, and who knows how long that's gone for. It, you know, He's missed one. He's almost certainly going to miss another one. Dave Roberts said he does not expect him back prior to the All-Star break. Mm-hmm. Major League Baseball and the Players Association can agree to extend this, um, this leave. Seven more days. Yep. Seven more days, and we mm-hmm. can see what goes on beyond that. But the Dodgers, all of a sudden, a problem that you never thought they were going to have is – a problem that they have, which is they do not have depth of starting pitching, especially considering that Tony Gonsolin has not pitched well since coming up. Um, so I, I think the I think the baseball part is one thing. I think 
as we kind of sit here and watch things unfold. And again, we still don't have you know any more information, right? That this is still under an investigation. But I thought it was interesting. Did you read? Did you get a chance to read that article from Dylan Hernandez in uh, in the LA Times over the weekend? Did you get a chance to read that? Yes. So. This is what I mean by I think it's interesting because I think now, you know, the conversation is coming of, well, should the Dodgers have even brought um, Trevor Bauer to this organization coming off their World Series win? Um, It's not like, you know, when when the Dodgers traded for Mookie Betts, nobody was putting articles together, kind of questioning of his past or his history or anything along those lines. And Dylan Hernandez was making the argument that this was not – um, the Dodgers' priorities were not aligned with the way they've got a lot of their other players or their other roster moves that they've made. And I, I, I think – I don't want to say it's easier now to have that conversation. I think, you know, obviously um, for those who were writing articles in the past of whether, whether Trevor Bauer was going to be a good fit with the Dodgers, they had their reasons. There's some history there with Trevor Bauer. By the way, what is he, 30 years old, and this is the fourth team? Fourth team he's been on. He was the third team. pick in the draft not that long ago. So he, uh, he, he, he is, by any measure, an extraordinary pitcher. Mm-hmm. He's, he won the Cy Young last year. I mean, he's pitched in the World Series with the, with the uh, Indians. He, he is, by any measure, an excellent major league pitcher. The Arizona Diamondbacks moved on him for, like that. He goes mm-hmm. to the Indians. He pitches them to the World Series. He's one of the guys in the rotation. They move on from him pretty quickly. He goes to the Reds and wins a uh, and, and wins a Young with them. Mm-hmm. And th- look, there's some economics there that are in play. Sure. But the, the the Reds weren't like, look, we're going to do whatever it takes. The Dodgers blew everybody out of the water. The Dodgers did end up blowing everybody out of the water. But for a player that talented to move around, and it's not it's not one of those things like you know who else moved around a lot was Max Scherzer. But it, was, it wasn't really happening for him in any of those places until he got to, to Washington and became Max Scherzer. And since then, he's stayed there, sure. right? Sure. This is a little bit different. He's abrasive. He's very present online. He has some, he's had some incidents online involving women that are less than great where he's been accused of bullying people and sicking his fans on people. And it's, it's a bad look. And so when he came – and look, and I was one of the guys saying just – just before we all go in with both feet and say, wow, what a great this, that, and the next thing is a great pitcher, all those are true, but let's just wait and see what happens. Now, there wasn't a whisper or any of this stuff. I have no idea what's going on in this particular case. I know the accusations. I know that he denies the accusations. That's all I know. But that he finds himself in stuff is not out of left field. He's been in stuff from the moment he's gotten into baseball. Yeah, I think that's the uh, that that's the piece or that's the piece I took from this uh, piece from Dylan Hernandez is did the Dodgers kind of misplace their priorities? Right? Was was the priorities prior to this? Was it um, not only are we putting together a good product, but we're doing it kind of our way? There's a certain culture that's being established while you're doing it. It wasn't all about. Uh, we'll do anything to win, and it doesn't matter who the name is or what their history is or anything along those lines. So I thought the piece was interesting. I think it raises some questions, but it's tough. Trav, it's tough to get too far into this because this is still an investigation. So, you know, you kind of want to wait until things unfold. I guarantee you they're having conversations in that building right now about what do we do if he doesn't come back. You know, if, and sure. it, it may be that he's gone for another week. It may be that he shows up in a week. It may be that he's gone longer than that. No, no one really knows, or at least people that may know aren't saying anything. But the Dodgers, without 
a deep pitching staff or a different team. Every team is. You can't, you can't take of all of these guys off and go find – and I, I understand. I just Let me make this very clear. I understand that there are larger things at play here, that he, what he's accused of is hideous. It's really, really ugly. So I understand the severity of that, and I'm not putting the baseball ahead of it, but these guys have two things they need to worry about. They need to worry about the baseball and whether or not their guy is going to be around. And letting this investigation kind of unfold, I guess, is the best way to put it. But Dave Roberts did say he does not see Trevor Bauer returning after the seven-day paid administration leave that will end this Friday. Yeah, yeah, so who knows when he does come back. Here's some better baseball news. Shohei Otani is putting on a show that we have never seen before. The question is, who's he putting on the show for? That's coming up next. It's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com/network. You a hunter guy, Slee? Did you uh, never uh, enjoy never missed an Dreyer? episode? Yeah, never miss an episode. <laughs> so, all right. The, his partner was named. Come on. I don't want to do this right. I have so much knowledge in there. Yeah, it's you don't want to you don't leave it in bed. Dee Dee McCall. Dee Dee McCall was his partner, Such a of great show. Such a great show. Right when we're done, I'm going to get back in it on the Peacock Network and watch a couple <laughs> episodes. Chris not only is watching... Shows from the 80s, which predate him. Chris will yeah. also go on and log some Columbo time from the 70s. <laughs> so he likes all of those old uh, t- uh, detective shows. No, I'm, So Fred, or Fred Dreyer, I actually got to know him a little bit. He used to come in and fill in on Rome every once in a while and host the show. He's a, he was a really interesting guy. But he's one of the, he, he was an NFL football player, a good one, right? He played in the NFL for a long time and became a – network TV star. I know that that doesn't mean quite what it means now, but back in the 80s, there were three. You were either on ABC, NBC, or CBS. That was it. Those are the only three places you could have a show, really. And a football player from the L.A. Rams was the star of one of those shows, and it ran nearly a decade. That's Think about it. If all of a sudden, fast forward 10 years from now, and Aaron Donald is playing a TV detective on NBC, and it's one of the most popular shows on TV. That's what Fred Dreyer did. It's crazy. That's pretty damn impressive. Actually, that's pretty damn impressive, putting it that way. But, no, I've not seen, uh, nor will I be watching anything um, from your favorite, one of your favorite sitcoms. Ever. I think that the Aaron Donald uh, Hunter Part 2 with starring Aaron Donald should just be him showing up to the place going, knock it off, and everyone would stop. Because no one messes Everyone with would listen to him. Do Everybody not make me come in there. You know like how your dad would have that thing where he'd go, hey, hey, that's enough. And you knew that yeah. you, you weren't in trouble yet, but one more one more step yeah. in the wrong direction and the, you know what was going to hit the fan. I feel like that could be Aaron Donald's entire persona as a TV detective. Yeah, my dad would uh, throw that uh, like maybe around age 11 or 12. What's the deal? When are you getting a job? Let's go. Are we getting some <laughs> checks in here with the family or are you just going to sit around? I'm like, dad, I, I, don't, I don't even know where to start here. We open in that garage or what, Al? Let's go. Get 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 on uh, some coveralls and you figure out how to redo a transmission because I want to open that job. I don't care. Your if mom's van is sitting right there. Go practice. Go practice. 
No Little League, no after-school activities. We're going to open a garage. Slee one son. So that's how it's going to go. Travis and Slee is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All games, or I should say all guests, appear via the Goodyear hotline. Um, Otani, by the way, happy yeah. birthday to Shohei Otani today. 27 years old today. Um, yesterday, happy a, belated birthday to Shohei Otani. 27 years old to, uh, yesterday. Here's here's the thing. What, what he's about to do next week is extraordinary. He's going to participate in Home Run Derby on Monday. Yep. He's going to be the starting designated hitter for the American League on Tuesday. Yep. He may end up starting the game as the pitcher as well. That's still very much an option. But at some point, he's going to pitch in that game as well. He's going to do the three things that basically take place that week, and he's going to be the centerpiece of all of it. One guy. That's extraordinary. I think it's amazing, Trav. I, I listen. I know you're going to make your case, and you know we're going to have the conversation about, hey, is this a smart move for him? There's been other players that talked about. Just use the home run derby as the example. Mm-hmm. That's not normal. You're not trying to hit as many 400 foot blasts in a compressed amount of time, and then you just go on to you know the second half of the schedule, and everything's okay. No, it will have an effect. You know, you've pointed that out a couple different times. But if I told you. What's been the story of the first half of Major League Baseball this this year? Uh, is it even close? No, it's not. Otani's the conversation. Yeah. And, and what makes it even more unique, it's one thing if in the NBA a player is averaging 40 points a game or something along those lines, and their team is 10 games below 500 and they're doing nothing. Mm-hmm. Like that player is not going to be considered – Maybe I'm wrong, but for the most part, a lot of these, you know, MVP awards, things along it's those John lines. John Wall is what you we're could, talking about. You know, it's something like that. You could say, okay, John Wall a few yeah. years ago, something along those lines, right? right? Bradley Beal this year was Perfect. basically leading the league in, in scoring. So I say that because Otani has been the story in the first half of the season. I mean, someone like me, more of a casual fan, we got people who hit us up on Twitter. Hey, he did it again. That's number 24. That's number 25. And we're not even talking about – you know, and then by the way, he has a start coming up tomorrow. Whatever the case tonight. is, tonight. And and I'm and I'm just saying in general, yeah. right? But yeah. okay, he's got a start coming up tonight. So I, I, if if the Angels right now were, you know, six games over five hundred, eight games over five hundred, and we genuinely felt like they had a legitimate chance of making the postseason and making some noise, then maybe my take would be a little bit different. But I love what Otani's doing. I love that he is not shying away from what a lot of other players would shy away from. And he's embracing this opportunity to be the face of baseball because he's been the face of baseball for the first half of the year. Yeah, he has. I, there's, there's a thing that they talk about in professional golf, that after you win your first major, that you need to hire somebody that says no for you. Because everybody that is somebody in the golf world wants 10 minutes of your time. Hey, can you come on this show? Hey, can you sit down for this article? Hey, can you do this interview? Hey, would you like to try these clubs? Hey, can you speak at this event? Hey, can you come over here and play in this fundraising tournament? And you need somebody, and they're saying, you know what, no. Because the reason you're in these places is because you've worked on your craft and you've won this tournament and you're Sure. That's kind of where I think Otani is right now. I love that he's doing home run derby. I love that he's going to pitch in the all-star game. I love that he's going to hit it. But the Angels, to your point, Slee, they're not in it, but they're not out of out it of either. It. They're, right. they're, they're not quite out of it. They're six games out of a wild card spot. There are six teams ahead of them. So there's traffic, and it's unlikely. But it's not a 0% chance. And at some point, the question needs to be asked. And the question is this. Who, who, who are we doing this for? Are you doing this for baseball, MLB at large? Are you doing this for your home country of Japan, where he's you know larger than life, understandably? 
Or are you a member of the Anaheim Angels, L.A. Angels, and we're still trying to win games. We're still trying to get into the playoffs. We're still trying to do some damage here because if it's the last thing, which, by the way, I think should be the first thing, all of this is not a great idea. The the home run derby in particular is a bad idea. That is something we we heard from, uh, was it Pete Alonso that was saying that, uh, you know, this is – oh, no, it's Carl Schwarber that was saying this is something – that I've done, I loved it, but no, I would never do it again. Because what you do in that two-hour window is something you never, ever do as a baseball player. If I'm the Angels, as good as it had been to see our brand front and center, right? Because Mike Trout has really never done that because he doesn't play in the playoffs and all of these things. I don't know if I love it. They're still kind of sort of in it. I don't know if it's a great idea. So it's funny because certain franchises, if certain franchises have to do things, that might be a little bit more gimmicky to get the attention. And I think Angels are one of those franchises, right? Like, I, I don't think the Dodgers, if they're in a similar position and they're a half game from leading the NL West, I don't think the Lakers are going to be doing something like this, but the Clippers might. And I'm, I'm just using that as an example. Only, uh, I'm, only using that, I'm only using that as an example because you got to kind of embrace the attention you're getting at the moment. Because there's going to be plenty of times that that attention is not there for your franchise. Trav, I'm not saying this should be done in place of winning games. I'm not saying that this should be done in place of going to make the playoffs. Because one of the key points that you've made over the last two months that we've been talking about Otani, mm-hmm. it is Mike Trout is. We haven't seen Mike Trout in meaning meaningful games. We haven't seen Mike Trout... Right, one playoff appearance, and they're and they're swept in that playoff appearance. But we have not seen what what makes these players so great in any sport is how they perform in the postseason. So I'm not saying do this, and it affects those other things that are more important. But man, I I almost feel like you're riding this momentum and you're riding this wave. I as a consumer, somebody that baseball is not my top priority. Baseball is not my favorite sport. I'm going out of my way to follow Otani if we can get it also in the All-Star game. I think a lot of people will follow. Yeah, I, I'm all in on watching it, but I, I just hope that it doesn't come off the tracks because here, here's the other part of this. What's a good season for Shohei Otani? And not, good season's not even the right term because he's already had a good season. What is a great season? Because as you sit here right now, he's 3-1 and one on the mound. He's struck out 83 guys in where's the innings in 60 innings okay so he's striking out more than a guy per inning he is just he's in the top 10 in strikeouts per nine then you flip over to the batting side he leads major league baseball in home runs right now with 31 he's got 67 rbis that's third he's got an ops of over a thousand at 1058 that's third he could it's almost to the point where he could go the entire second half of the season and just be league average and he's still a runaway MVP. That's how he, far and out and away he is. That It feels like almost no matter what happens after the All-Star break, and maybe this is part of the read. Maybe the Angels in their most private moments are saying, look, we're not in this. We're not going to. Yep. Let's make the Shohei show the show. And 100%. let's see what we can do here because it feels like unless he, something bad, you know, I'm knocking on wood right now, unless yeah. he gets hurt, the MVP's in his back pocket already. But let's play it this way, too. Wasn't it also the Angels compared to some of the other teams that were allowing him, hey, you want to pitch and you want to hit? over. <laughs> we're in, right? Yeah. So I, I think uh, gimmicky is not the right word. I, that's not the right word. But I'm saying you're more apt to take chances when you're a franchise that cannot get attention, that cannot – maybe you're not selling the amount of tickets you're looking to sell – 
ultimately what you want your team to do if you're a fan out there is to win. And if the fa- if your foundation is winning, but not every team is, has the capability of doing that. The Angels have obviously proved that, that they're not a consistent team that's going to be in the mix. So I, I think with all that being said, I, I'm with you. Now, listen, if his numbers fall off in the second half, and well, you they're know, going to. He's not going to do this in the second half. I mean, he's not going to hit but, 62 home runs. I don't. What think, I'm saying. Maybe. What I'm saying. Let's say he ended up uh, hitting 44 home runs. Mm-hmm. That would be a fall off. Uh, you Huge. know, obviously a significant fall off yeah. from what he did in the first half. Maybe this will also tell the story of other major league baseballs. Other major league baseball players are also watching how Otani does in the second half to maybe determine for themselves. Maybe there's too much pub around this campy, you know, just come to the All-Star game for this, don't do the home run derby, all that stuff. Maybe he changes some of the narrative there. You know what's crazy? That It's not out of the question. Think about this for a second. It's not out of the question that we could have a guy who's going to hit 50 home runs because he could even slow down and still get to 50, right? Sure. He could hit 50 home runs and strike out 150 guys. I mean – that, it doesn't that, do it. it like you could say, it doesn't. It doesn't so you could you could say fifty times to me, and I'm like, that still doesn't make any sense. Fifty. I feel like you're speaking a different language. And strike out 150 major league hitters. This is not college baseball or high school baseball, where the best athlete on your team. Oh, I led the team in home runs yeah. and strikeouts. Yeah, good for you. This is the major leagues. Fifty and 150 is not out of the question. In fact, you know what? We should start something. That's it. That's that's what we're going for. Can't so you see? 50, hey, can't you see? Can't you see Dave Roberts sitting down Walker Bueller and say, listen, I don't really care what you're doing on the mound, okay? Well, you got you got two doubles? What the hell? Oh, Matani's got 50 home runs. What are you doing here? All right. Pick it up Laker, a notch. <laughs> shake yourself. Laker preseason schedule is out, and hmm, don't look now. That first one, pretty interesting. We'll tell you what it is. It's next. It's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more More than than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C. Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. No, uh, not nearly upbeat enough. I need I need something with a little more danceability, a little more. Wait, pop. give it a second. Wait, yeah, I can tell the beat's going to drop in like just myself? a second. Beat's not dropping. Feels like I'm in church. Morales, what's going on here? <laughs> so Still Chris just mentioned we should play the Hunter theme at ten thirty. That would be better. I like that better. Um, Emily, you have a story about going to the beach over the getting weekend. emotional I, I, with that song. I yeah. know that we do the uh, Emily Learns L.A. on Fridays, but you made a uh, uh, an interesting decision on 4th of July that uh, you're still paying for today. Okay, so first things first, the f- like you told me on Friday, definitely avoid the beaches on the holidays. You know, yeah, right. When you're yep. a local, you can do whatever. I was like... You didn't listen. Yes. Yeah. I did not listen. I was like, she hey, my friend invited me. I'm, I'm going to go to the beach. This is my only plan for the day. So... 
Um, my family friend invited me to go to the beach, and it, I only knew him, and I also only know him vaguely. So okay. it's not like we're besties. I just was like, I needed something to do on the Fourth of July. So I go to this. Uh, I go to Hermosa Beach. I find uh, nobody out there. Nobody out there. <laughs> ghost town. Oh yeah, no, I found parking <laughs> super town. duper easily. It, it was it, it was a breeze. Told um, right up to the ocean. Down the bleach. Oh yeah, uh, and so I get there, and you know, I'm I'm dressed in my shirt, and my shorts, and everything, and then I get to, you know, put my sunscreen on once I get to the beach, and then I yeah. realize I'm kind of alone, mm. not an alone, alone, but like I don't really know anybody here, so you know, I can't really ask anybody to do my back for yeah. me. <laughs> it's like that's kind of like a thing you ask a friend or a relative to do, yep. but I didn't want to ask some random guy at this party to be like, hey, could you spray my back for me? And, you know, I'm just a little bit nervous. So I... Let me tell you something about Travis here real quick. This dude, this dude has been known to walk up and down. It doesn't matter whether he's near an ocean or not. He takes sunscreen, not the spray, okay? Takes Sick. sunscreen, just throws it over to a random person. Doesn't matter, a dude or girl, and just says, get the back. And next thing you know, they start getting his back. So I did that when I was walking into Albertsons on Saturday afternoon. <laughs> hey, real quick, you hit my back before I go buy some watermelon and cherries? Yes, so I am uh, deeply paying for this decision. To How be... bad of a burn is it? Are you it like, is, you cannot is... lean back? Could you sleep? I could barely sleep. It yeah. is it is probably one of the worst burns I've ever had on my back before, Welcome and it is only of me trying Welcome to be Welcome to California. Here, Welcome thank to you California. Guys. It's probably gone past the point of it, but if slash when this happens again, tons and tons and tons of water the day that you burn yourself and that night, and believe it or not, that helps uh, that helps a lot with the sunburn. And then you got all the traditional, you know, aloe and all that kind of stuff. But uh, you know, that's something you will you, you'll do it again. It, it won't be the last sunburn you get here. But uh, welcome to town, Emily. That's good. We'll, uh, we'll thank have, you, son. Thank you for you, welcoming the sun. You got it. You uh, we'll have Emily. What did she learn in L.A. this week? That's coming up on Friday. Ask Slee is going on tomorrow, and Slee. We've got yeah. uh, Laker news, right? The Lakers' preseason schedule starts on October 3rd against the Nets. Am I uh, – by the way, am I missing something here? We already got the preseason schedule out? This season's not even over. <laughs> I just looked at that. I, I saw, you know, on Twitter, Lakers posted this, and I'm looking. I'm like, preseason? What, what are we talking about? What, we already got the preseason? Okay, so this is what it looks like. Does the NBA not know what it's doing? The NBA understands what they're doing. All right, L- look at the matchups the Lakers have in the preseason. Preseason, Trav. Yep. You want to draw some interest to the preseason. This you want to throw a couple national games on there. You want to throw it on NBA TV. They start off the preseason October 3rd. You know what the NBA's thinking? All right, we can't help if there's injuries down the road. But let me tell you something. October 3rd, Lakers and the Brooklyn Nets. Let's just get this started right out the gate to that make game sure. probably wasn't even on the books until Milwaukee punched their ticket going through the finals, right? It's like, whoop, <laughs> Suns in Milwaukee. Okay, uh, Lakers, Nets, when can we get this done? What's the earliest possible day we can put this on TV? They probably, too, are, you know, on the day that this uh, the NBA finals are starting. They're, let's get some other NBA news out there. What else is going on, right? So they got uh, Brooklyn October 3rd. Then you got your defending Western Conference champions, the F- Phoenix Suns. The Golden State Warriors after that, which, you know, hopefully Clay is all good and, and the Golden State Warriors are great obviously uh, great and healthy. Then you got the Suns again. Then you got the Golden State Warriors again. And then they close it off with the Sacramento Kings because they know Lakers will probably not play anybody in that last game. Right. That's a pretty good preseason schedule. It is. You know, you 
it, it's good because of the geography of it all. You don't have to travel a whole bunch. And the Nets game is here in town, so that's good too. But I guarantee you, the second that they saw that Atlanta, Milwaukee, and the Suns were their NBA Finals, they started booking this stuff as fast as they could to try to get this done. It, 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 it's funny because we're finally going to get back on a regular NBA schedule, right? You look at these, the dates of these games. They're all the first two weeks of October. Then the season starts right after, and we're back on a regular NBA schedule. Yeah. This conversation about injuries, conversation about compacted schedules, all that stuff is finally in the rearview mirror. Well, I also, you know, I, I know this isn't ideal, and probably most Laker fans don't want to hear anything about this, but it's all good. We'll, we'll explain it anyways. Um, okay, are there some benefits to being out in the first round? There were. I, yeah, you don't want this to sure. happen, but there were benefits. And I think, you know, if the Lakers got a free pass, when I say free pass, what I'm referring to is they weren't healthy. So once Anthony Davis was out and he tried to come back in game six and Phoenix came out to a 20-plus point lead to start that, the series and the season was over for the Lakers. This upcoming year, Trav, I think it's so interesting because we're going to start hearing a lot of rumors. Free agency, by the way is under a month. Mm -hmm. So less than 30 days from now, and you know our conversation will start once the NBA Finals are over, players that are going to be available, uh, what the Lakers should do. Should they go out and try to find a way to get a third star? Are they better off kind of putting together the rest of their roster similar to what the Clippers have done? And I think those conversations are going to start. So there won't be much of an offseason for the Lakers, but I think it could be of benefit to the Lakers that at least if you didn't win a championship, you were out early so you had more time to rest and and get healthy. Travis and Slee is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline, and I think you're right. That, look, it would be great if the Lakers went to the finals every year and won a championship every year, but this gives them a chance to get healthy. Have a normal like offseason. Have a normal offseason, and, and quite frankly, I think, you know, we'll see what happens during the 2022 season. That's still a million miles away, but we'll see yeah. what happens, and then you can really, really for the first time in a couple of years, take a look at what you have and have an honest evaluation where you're not on a short turnaround. You you have Anthony Davis another year presumably healthy. You're going to have LeBron James another year closer to 20 years in the NBA. And you can start looking at some of these supporting players and say, okay, this one is a piece that we can work with. This is something else that we got to change. You're going to get a lot of data in this season coming up next year that you just weren't able to get because you were constantly chasing games. I have uh, – I know we got to go to break here, but i got an NBA question I want to throw your way when we come back. Um, nice. We'll do that when we come back. All right, that's next. Travis and Sleep, 710 ESPN. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. 
ConstantContact.com. Still in witness protection, Slee, but uh, we're starting to work our way out. I'm starting to use my own Social Security number. I'm starting to go to the grocery store the same way at the same time every day. I'm feeling pretty good about it. Throw out your uh, cell phone one more time. People want to text you or call you uh, for the show. 818-555-1212. What do people start getting calls? Um, okay. I, I want to throw five, this five, out there five. to Those you. Those are the TV numbers. Nobody's getting a call. We're good. We're good. How, well, here's so, one for you. Yeah. How far back can you go to a phone number that you remember, like whether it was yours or a best friend from like Ellen? Because remember, it wasn't that long ago yeah. before smartphones where you, I don't, I literally, the only phone number I know off the top of my head is my own and my wife's. I don't know another single, if my phone ever lost, if I lost my contacts, I'm dead. I don't remember anybody's cell phone, but I remember their home phone. From like high school? E- even before that. Like I, I, I could remember certain cousins. I could remember grandparents. Like I could remember, but it's because it was their home phone number. Yeah. Right? Like it was their home phone number. So if I can't tell you my cousin's cell phone number, but I could tell you his parents' home number when I used to call, <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? I, I got one for you guys. I got one for you guys. I know a, uh, one of my friends uh, from junior high, his phone number, his home phone number still. And he still has it hooked up to like Ralphs and Vons and stuff like that. So I give that phone number out for for when I want the discount at the end when I'm checking out and stuff like that. So Raj told me this one time and it works. I tried because when he told me that, I'm like, nah, that doesn't work. And it does. Whenever you go to like the grocery store, put in your phone number or whatever, and yeah. you get the, the yeah. you know what number works every single time? That regardless of area code, you can put in whatever area code and it goes through. Eight six seven five three oh nine. Every single time it works. So if you're ever stuck, hey, your phone number. Yeah, uh, 949-867-5309. Jenny, you've got my number. You can start singing the song right there. You're ready to go. Funches, so this dude just keeps getting rewards and bonus points and emails, uh, probably getting spam with email and everything else because you're still using his number from middle school? <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely, man. Hey, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Seven. I'm sorry, Brian. Uh, yeah, hey, man. And his family, eh? they're getting all kinds of emails and stuff like that and phone yeah, calls for me. Lunches. He doesn't care. He wants that 30 cent I need that 30 cents CBS. off of my uh, turkey breast. Yeah, 100 30 cents off of my eggs. That's the way that it works. All right, so you had an NBA uh, question. So there's, listen, we'll, we'll, we won't go too much into this, cut, but there's supposedly some reported interest from the Lakers on trying to pursue DeMar DeRozan this offseason, which mm-hmm. – um, Makes a ton of sense. I mean, DeMar DeRozan is, uh, you know, obviously forget the from L.A., all that stuff. DeMar DeRozan's a baller, and he's an unrestricted free agent. So if there's a way that you could find a way to get DeMar DeRozan, fantastic. By the way, you know who else is going to be available? Kyle Lowry will be available. Chris Paul will be available. There will be other teams that are, that will be available. But this is the, – the way the Lakers can get a guy like DeMar DeRozan probably would have to be a sign-and-trade. Okay, sign-and-trade is – Who's the name this offseason for the Lakers that's demanding 100 to $120 million is uh, Dennis Schroeder, yeah. right? So that that's the name that he would have to agree to go somewhere. The Spurs would have to agree to that and then uh, trade away DeMar DeRozan to the Lakers. Trav, I, I've always thought certain teams, we were looking at Damian Lillard might not be happy in Portland. And now you go on, you know, on Twitter, and people have already mocked his jersey in a Lakers. He's already wearing well, a Lakers he, he jersey. He and LeBron did have lunch together, so that's basically so the that's same it. Thing He's in trade. He's I in. I mean, there, there's no difference there at all. I always do this, and probably Laker fans are like, "Out, oh, don't be Debbie Downer." But I'll like start Lakers talk with, 
Dame's not coming to the Lakers. Okay, let's let's just let <laughs> well, me get that one out there. Okay, stop but using logic. There's uh, there's certain teams and organizations and franchises. And I think this happens in sports. I think Lakers definitely fall into this category. A team will do something, even though it's not a hundred percent in their best interest, to make sure they're not helping another team. Yeah, I don't think the San Antonio Spurs, unless they think Dennis Schroeder is, hey, we got to have Dennis Schroeder, and we know DeMar DeRozan is leaving, right? Like, we know 100%, let's just get any, we got to get something for something DeMar DeRozan. Nothing. But I also, in the back of my head, say, I still don't think the San Antonio, if the Lakers had DeMar DeRozan, Anthony Davis, and LeBron James starting off this next season, and I don't care how you round up the rest of the roster, because they'd still be able to figure out how to do that, that's the Western Conference. Forget the Probably. West. Yeah. Now forget the West. That's it. The Western Conference. And I find it hard to believe, and I hope I'm wrong, because DeMar DeRozan, I think, would be a perfect fit with the Lakers. I don't see Greg Popovich and the rest of the uh, the crew in San Antonio saying, how can we help the Lakers? Yeah, and now you know this better than anybody. that These trades have to work. Like you were saying, there has to be a sign in trade. There has to be the, all of these deals. Every time there's a big name, every time <laughs> – let me back up even further – Every time the Lakers don't win a championship, everybody wants to retool. When you and I were doing those Laker championship uh, shows last year, yeah. they were already talking about, well, what about next year? Okay, well, hold on. Let's just enjoy this for a day or two before we talk about next year. But every time they lose, it's, well, you know what they need to do? They need to get a guy like Damian Lillard. They need to go get Donovan Mitchell. They need to get John Morant. They need to go sure. get – It's like, well, guys, stop, okay? You, these things have to work for both sides. The money has to work. I've always got one foot on the brake when it comes to this Laker stuff, until somebody that's really plugged into this stuff starts talking about it. If Woj mentions it, I pay attention. Sure. If Brian Windhorst mentions it, I pay attention. If guys, if Zach Lowe mentions it, I pay attention. But all of this other stuff that's going around there, every time a, a big name in the NBA, it, his name comes up, it's like, you know, he fit really well with the Lakers. Well, yeah, guys, they're not going to get every great player available every single season. Yeah, but it works like on the trade tracker. Uh-huh. That's uh-huh. my favorite, too. That's my favorite, too. It's like you start comparing salaries, and they're like, hey, it works on the tracker. <laughs> yeah, who, who says no? Who says no? That's one of my favorites. Kuzma for well. Ben Simmons. Maybe throw in a second rounder. <laughs> All right, uh, coming up next, we've got the dump and uh, LeBron getting into a PA guy. That's coming up next. It's Travis and Salee, 710 ESPN. But first, it's time for some straight talk. We've all been there. You have some real work to do, but the Wi-Fi where you're working – It's not going to cut it. It's like having the winning run stranded at third base. It's not good. Well, now you can be your own hotspot with Straight Talk's ultimate unlimited plan. Get 10 gigs of hotspot data for just 55 bucks a month, all on America's largest and most dependable network. Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise, compatible device required. See straighttalk.com. All right, Slee, so let's start with this. Let's start with the video that was making its way through, you know, LeBron at a uh, high school basketball game, a, a travel basketball game, AAU, however you want to characterize yeah. it. And LeBron got a little eh, upset, seems like too big of a definition. It, it just annoyed. That's, I think that's good. A little annoyed mm-hmm. that uh, the PA guy calling the game said something along the lines of LeBron's son, Bronny, got called. He should get calls because it's in the LeBron James gym. And he did not like the fact that his son and him were linked together. He felt that that was inappropriate and went to discuss it with the PA guy in the middle of the game. And the game did stop for a few seconds. It was odd, if nothing else. You know what's funny is I could see Bronny or I could see LeBron being annoyed, 
But the moment you do what you do, if you go up to the PA announcer, it's going to draw much more attention yeah. than if he would have just said, okay, that was stupid. Yeah. I'm going to wait till after the game. When the game's done, I'm going to go to the PA announcer and say, listen, I ain't playing in this game. Keep it about the kids. Keep it about uh, – don't bring me up in the conversation. Let me sit here and enjoy watching my son play. But the moment you start – you know, it, it will, all you need is one cell phone. That video goes out, and then people are going to say, LeBron was really ticked off at the PA. Yeah, he, it, it wasn't a big deal, but it, it, it's two things. Number one, I'll it's LeBron, so it's always a big deal, but yeah. yeah. For sure that, for sure that. When your children are participating in something, whether it's athletics or a school play or whatever it is, your level of emotional investment in it is irrationally high. It, it doesn't make any sense, and you know better intellectually, but your emotions in the time get the better of you way too often. I'm as guilty of it as anybody. Okay, so I was going to say, who is Travis Rogers? I try as really a hard, yeah. really hard to not say much, right? I'm, yeah. I'm very positive to out, out. I, I mutter to my wife the whole game sure. about the other things that I don't yeah. like, but I don't say them out loud. I don't, I don't, I don't do that very often at all. But when something bad happens, I can barely, barely contain myself. I have to get out of my seat and walk it off. That's mm-hmm. kind of my move. That's one thing. So I, 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 give, I understand LeBron. You've been thrown out of three, by the way, from what I've – I went back. Once I had week. Funches and Emily went back and did the research because you can find this all online. Yeah, it's everywhere. You've been thrown out of three games over the last year and a half. What do you yes. do, wait in a car at that point? <laughs> Just, no, I wait for the guy, the umpire, by his car. I wait for him right there. And then he puts on a fake mustache. He does uh, – <laughs> So I, I get LeBron being emotionally involved in it. I really, truly do. Here's the other thing that I think that I can't relate to and very, very few other people can relate to. Okay. Do you know how hard it's got to probably be to be LeBron's kid and play basketball? Sure. That, that every time he goes out on the court, it's, yep. oh, yeah. You, that's you, LeBron's not, son. That's, that's LeBron's, LeBron's son. son. That's, I yep. want to cook LeBron's kid. I want to do this, mm-hmm. that. And so he's probably, he being LeBron, you know, j- senior, Sure. is probably so incredibly sensitive to that that if he feels like his son is being singled out, which clearly he did, mm-hmm. he's going to react a certain way. So I, I'll, yeah. I'll give LeBron the, the benefit of the doubt in that one. How about this, Lee? The 30th anniversary of Seinfeld, one of the more successful television shows in the history yeah, did of the okay. medium. did okay. It's still on 48 times a day on 48 different channels every single day. I always I always kind of like envision myself like, you know, friends, I like, cheer sitcoms like I I don't know why I always see those main characters like walking to the mailbox and just opening the mail and there's just another check as if it's still 30 years ago and there isn't direct deposit, but I always like envision that they're still walking over there and there's just a stack of checks. When they open the mailbox, cash just explodes out of it. Just like, yep, that's payday again, residual day. Uh, Dumps brought to you by Goodyear, helping you discover the road ahead. Goodyear more driven. But it's the 30th anniversary of the show, and they're getting their own Lego set. You can now buy a box of Legos where you can recreate Jerry's living room and his kitchen, and you get an Elaine. I like it. You get a George. You get a Kramer. And there's there's the four main characters, and there's one additional character. Take a guess at who the other guy is. I just gave it away that it's a guy, at least, so you know it's a man. Uh, Is it Elaine's boss? No, not Peterman. Who is it? It's Newman. Oh, Newman definitely should be there. Newman should definitely be there. So Newman Newman gets one of those characters along the way as well. So I'm a Lego guy. I like Legos, but uh, I don't know if I'll get the Seinfeld, but if I'm going to do it, I'm going to get it. It's a good idea. It's a good idea. It's a great idea. We should do like Sopranos or something a little more. But it's got to be sets that that make a lot of sense. All right, ESPN app or on iTunes, you could catch the Travis and Sliwa show Monday through Friday from 8.55 to 9 or to 11.
All right, tomorrow morning, 8.55, the Wednesday edition will break down the most riveting NBA Finals ever. That's tomorrow on Travis and Slee. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.